This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. You are listening to The Arenality on RFM. Kia ora everyone, my name is Arina Aizal and thank you for tuning in on Otago Access Radio for my radio show and podcast, The Arenality. I would like to acknowledge our listeners on Radio Kidnappers in Hawke's Bay, Wellington Access Radio, Plains FM in Christchurch, Free FM in Hamilton, and Coast Access Radio in Horofenua and Kapiti. Hello from Dunedin and to our international listeners out there tuning into the podcast. Hello from New Zealand. So the Arenality is a platform for women with international backgrounds on their cultural identities, belonging, well-being, and passions in Aotearoa. So this episode is another Arena Reflects episode, considering it is currently level two in Dunedin. And I do like talking about well-being and also some parts of my cultural identities while we are not having guests in the station. And it is a good chance for me to talk to you as well for all the random weekly topics that I encounter each week. Um, it's like a really good session for me to recap my week and share the things I learned with all of you. So before I start this episode, I do want to share something, some good things that happened in the past couple of days for me. So yesterday... I had my theory driver's license test and I passed. I only got one wrong, which I'm really happy about. I feel like I've been putting that off for so many months because I <laughs> I feel like I don't need that, that anxiety right now because <laughs> I remember how terrible it was when I had to do my first license in Malaysia. Yeah, I'm really happy that um, the theory test here in New Zealand wasn't so bad. As long as you keep doing the practice tests that you can buy from AA, the one that's the one I got. And there's also an app, a New Zealand driver's license test app, which has like 200 questions. So I basically studied from there. I barely read the book. I have the book, but I didn't use it because I have been driving on my overseas license here to having it converted. I've submitted my application. Yeah, so I really recommend you to think about what's that one thing that you've been avoiding for months and actually do it. Because for me, it's the theory test. I am more scared of the theory test than the like the actual driving test because I know I can drive. I'm just scared if I don't know the answers to like what is the like exact distance you need to have between you and a cyclist, you know? There's like a real specific answer to that which you know, um sometimes all you need is like common sense. Like obviously you don't want to be that too near or like too far. But I guess it was good for me as well to actually learn about 
what I need to know. And now I feel like I am a better driver because I know what I'm doing. Yes, so yay, I got my、uh, theory driver's license passed. And also, last week, the government announced a new residency visa for the people in New Zealand. Who are on certain work visas, and I am part of that group who is eligible to apply, and I'm really happy for that because there is a sense of certainty that makes me feel like, yay, I know what the future looks like for me here in New Zealand. Because as a migrant on a work visa, I have to think about. When my visa ends, what should I do when that visa ends? And it's very uncertain to plan your whole life when you can't even know what's what the next five years looks like. So I was really happy when I when they announced the residency visa, which they said that around a hundred and sixty five thousand people in New Zealand would be eligible to apply. And I'm one of them, and I'm so happy to be one of them. Yes.、Yeah, so, if you want to know more about that, better check the immigration website. They have all the information you need. I am probably not the best person to tell you about what you need and stuff, but I'm here to share that it's an option for those on working visas if you have intentions to stay in New Zealand for longer. And make New Zealand home. Yes, so I'm very happy for that. I feel like life now feels a little lighter. Yay! So those are the big wins that happened to me over the weekend. And yes, so I feel like we should talk about the topic for today. Today, I was hoping that we can talk about. Arena reflects on money mindset. So the topic of money has been something I've been working on this year because this is the first year that I have like a regular paycheck payslip、um, as compared to last year when I was studying and working part time. So I have been doing a lot of research about how to actually manage money and especially. Because I am doing that here in New Zealand, there are things that works、um, in Malaysia as well as in New Zealand. But you know, there are things that's like specifically New Zealand financing systems that I wouldn't be able to ask them. So, which means I have to equip myself with the knowledge、um, from New Zealand authors or New Zealand podcasts. Or just people around me who are open to talk about how they save, how they budget, and that really helped me. I so I do want to talk about the things I've learned so far. Just bear in mind, I'm not a financial advisor. I know nothing about money, but I do know how it can work for me. My goal for today isn't. Isn't like to tell you how to invest or anything, but I want to talk about like the mindsets. Like, why is it important that we know all these things? Because before last year, 
I did not manage my money well. I had such terrible self-limiting beliefs. Like, I had thoughts about me like, oh, I'm never going to be someone who can manage money. I will never understand things on investment, you know. Uh, oh, like economics, oh, what's that? You know, I've always had those self-limiting beliefs. And I think once I actually start reading into those those things, like actually reading what are managed funds, what is a Kiwi saver, um, how do you um, buy a house in New Zealand, when I actually went into that road, it's actually quite easy. Like you it's not even hard language like you they write it in a way that you would understand it's just that you have to know those terms of what they mean and then you'll actually get what they are saying um so yes i am here to change your mindset about money um so the reason why this topic is fresh for me to talk about today is because I found a really interesting statistic on Instagram about money and women. So I follow It's No Secret NZ. So it's a podcast about money uh, by women. Um, So I'll talk about their podcast later, but they posted an Instagram post about uh, statistics of women and money. And the post goes, Did you know that globally, only 23% of women take charge of long-term financial planning decisions? But in contrast, 85% of women are involved in daily money management. So it is a really big difference between 23% and 85%. Just to explain it again, only 23% of women take charge of like long-term financial planning and decisions, meaning like uh, buying a house or like their investment, property investment, things that is like towards the future. Because probably what happens is that in a household, if there is a husband and a wife, the husband would take over the long-term financial planning and not fully equip the women to be empowered enough to know about all the financial planning that he's made for her, um, which really appalls me, but I'm not really surprised because we have been talking about this for so many decades, right? But in contrast, 85% of women are involved in daily money management. So daily things like buying groceries, paying the bills, it's very interesting how the responsibility shifts. Like, ah, uh, you know, more women are in charge of like the daily fi- family financial planning. But when it comes to like future planning, the men will take over or the women were not empowered enough to think about or given the chance to think about all the things that they should know as they are living in the same household. So yeah, I saw that that um, statistic and I just felt like, oh my God, we have so much work to do, which is why I'm here um, talking about money mindsets. So yeah, I have been following a lot of like 
women talking about money because personally I can relate to them because they do talk about um, empowering self, um, taking care of yourself, and stability. And I, that's something that I feel like I would like in terms of my financial values, um, having that stability to do the things I want um, and not really feel like I am in debt or I am in trouble. So I'll list some resources that I use. There is a really, 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 really good book. She's based in New Zealand. Her book is called mindful with money it's really cute and pink and because i love pink so it's it's a really good <laughs> cover and it makes me excited looking at it um that is actually the first financial book that i read and i really recommend you reading it so the book is about like money mindsets for millennials um so basically the things she's learned from being a millennial all her money habits, how to save. And honestly, that book changed my life. I feel like, wow, why haven't I read this like two years ago when I bought takeaways every night, you know? <laughs> um, so yes, get that book. There's also a podcast, um, which I mentioned just now. It's No Secret NZ. So they are New Zealand-based um, talking about money in New Zealand and they're women so I really like that and there's another one called She's on the Money and this one's based in Australia but it's not too much different than New Zealand uh, in terms of like the content except there are times when they talk about like superannuation scheme in Australia. Uh, She's on the Money is also a book. So if you're not a podcast person, you can read a book about that. I am still looking for the book. Actually, I'm saving money to buy the book. I feel like I want the book. So, And I feel like it will help me in the future just to have the physical book in my space. And it it's like a constant reminder for me to be mindful about my money the same way my, the pink um, mindful with money book does to me. And yeah, so those are the resources I use and they really help me. I can really feel like I've changed a lot from before I read those books to after. So yeah, I, I did mention a bit about like my personal experience with money before this. I did no budgeting. I feel like I do not have like a limit of spending. I only had two accounts. So if my personal if my personal account like runs out of money, I just transfer money from my savings account into my personal account and then it just keeps going on without like limit yeah I feel like I did not manage it very well but now one of my money mindsets is that money is self-care so taking care of myself financially means I am taking care of myself in the future and also in the present that is my mindset now because I do need to be kinder to myself and if I want to be kinder to myself I have to take care and be 
organized with my finances. So how I budget is that I use Notion. Um, so it's like, um, well, you can use spreadsheets. So it's like a spreadsheet I would create and I would just write the things I have. So all my expenses, like car expenses, um, house rent, electricity, Wi-Fi, uh, my phone bills, my personal food bills, groceries. I think I mentioned that. Um, yeah, I think that's it, I think. But just writing down all the things you have to pay, which is like your needs, right? Um, and also writing down, list, listing down your wants. So your wants will be in your personal use account. So your wants can be like, maybe you are someone who drinks coffee every day. So you have to put that in your budget. Like if if you can afford $5 a day for coffee, that means like, that means around $30 a week. So at least you know where your money is going to. You won't be surprised like, oh, where's my $30 gone? Um, yeah, so just always put down the things that you know that you would want so that you're aware and you put like, a boundary so that you're not just splurging on your money. Yeah. So, so I use ANZ. So I created like 12 accounts all for different purposes. And I will mention them here because I feel like, because I feel like this is very important for me and it really changed my life. So I have a personal use account, uh, personal expenses, my income account so that's when money is transferred into my account that's where it goes groceries i have a house expenses which is for like rent electricity and stuff i have a savings account just for like short-term savings if i need to get something next month for example i have a car expenses because apparently having a car is so expensive like buying the car isn't expensive but managing the car i mean like the insurance the the tax the the wolf and repairing and the service oh wow <laughs> so yeah um and i do have a wish list travel fund yeah and that's it oh i do have a do it raya fun account because I am a working person now. I need to give back to my family. And um, that goes with my values as, as well. It's not like I need to. It's like I want to because it is part of my culture and I love them. So I put in a few dollars um, in that account each month. Which reminds me, there is a term called sinking fund. And I feel like maybe a lot of you have already done this, but I just realized that there's a name for that method. So, for example, if you are paying something every three months, but you don't want to find that big amount of money in the next three months, so you allocate a portion of your money each month and put it somewhere so that it saves up and then you can pay for what you need in three months. So that's called a sinking fund. I do that for my 
car expenses. So I put around fifty to sixty dollars uh, in that account each month, so that the money in there keeps growing. So, for example, if in November I need to pay for my car insurance, I would just grab the two hundred dollars in there and pay it, and it won't like. Mess up my budget or anything because I already know that that is something I was expecting to pay. The same way goes to the Duet Raya. Um, I probably should have mentioned Duet Raya is, um, it's like a um, how do I say this? It's like so for Eid, which is like a Muslim's celebration. Um, we give money to the people who we. Call family the people who are not working, so like children, yes. And so because I have started full time job, um, I'm one of those people who instead of receiving money, I would be the one giving the money, which I am so proud. I did that last year for the first. Oh no, that wasn't last year. This year, I did that this year for the first time, and I felt like such an adult because finally I I've gone to that part of life where. I am the giver,、um, yay! So I was talking about the sinking fund. A great way to save: just create multiple accounts. They all have different purposes. And another thing that I feel like I should mention here is the fifty, thirty, and twenty rule. So fifty percent of your income should be for your needs, meaning the things that. You know, you need like rent,、um, electricity, food, and stuff. And thirty percent should go to your wants, meaning like your personal expenses, like probably skincare.、Um, I don't know, coffee.、Um, I don't drink coffee, but if you're a coffee person, that should probably be in your wants.、Uh, takeouts. Maybe you want to have one takeout a week. Like social time, friends. That's where. You should have your money coming from the wants, and twenty percent of your income should be going into savings, and yeah. So you can either like list everything that you need money for and all your income streams, because there are people with multiple income streams. So just writing that down so that you're aware of. Where money is coming from, and either you create that budget list before you do the five thirty twenty rule, or you use the five thirty twenty rule to create that budget list. So it's all up to you. For me, I create the list first before I checked whether it fits the fifty thirty and twenty rule, and it does. So I'm happy about that. Yes. So. Another thing is that because I said money is self care, I I'm not like stingy with myself. So like I'm not like super strict where I feel like money is like a stressful thing to talk about because、um, yeah because I feel like there are people who make money feel that way and I totally understand why you know、um, people have different. Uh, conditions and sometimes you just don't realize when you need money、um, for emergency situa- situations, and that's gonna bother you.、Um, but 
Um, for me, this is my personal money story. I think money is self care, which is why I have a wish list and travel fund account where I put a certain amount of money each month in there, so that I know if, for example, I feel overwhelmed and I feel like I need to travel, I have that money for me, and I can just go without thinking about using. My emergency savings, or like taking more than I should from my income stream that month.、Um, so, yes, that is how I want money to be in my life、um, as a form of self-care, as a form of empowerment, as a form of motivation. Knowing that I have put myself first in these situations, so I should be okay.、Um, Yes, um. So yeah, I feel like this is a good time to end the show. Um, I do have a few things to talk about, but um, timing. <laughs> um, but if you are interested to know more about the things I do, uh, in terms of like my money mindset, I would love if you DM me on Instagram, and you know maybe if I'm. If I feel good, I would、um, do some postings about it on my Insta stories or something. If you know, if I feel like people actually want to know about this. <laughs> so, but yeah, thank you for listening today. I actually feel really good after recording because I feel like it's a form of journaling and healing for me to connect with my listeners, and I really appreciate all of you. I hope you learn a lot about my money mindsets, and but if you're keen to know more about it,、uh, feel free to contact me. You can email izalarina at gmail dot com. Also, you can follow me on my Instagram at arinaizal. Otherwise, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. You've been listening to the Arinality on RFM. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.